0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, August 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. More trade aid in 2020, China's latest body blow to farmers, and USMCA finding support in an unusual place. President Trump hints at more aid as the trade war escalates. President Donald Trump appears to be opening the door to yet another round of trade assistance payments to farmers in twenty twenty. Ask if there will be another round of trade aid, he told reporters Friday. I'll always help our farmers. Our farmers were targeted by China, and our farmers, frankly, these are the great patriots. I'll always help our farmers. On Monday... China announced it would stop buying any U.S. farm products amid the trade war with the Trump administration. The administration countered later in the day by declaring China a currency manipulator which could be used to justify still more tariffs. Zippy Duvall, president of the American Farm Bureau Federation, called that announcement a body blow to thousands of farmers and ranchers who were already struggling to get by. DeVall said farmers know that the administration's trade aid cannot last forever. He said, we urge negotiators to redouble their efforts to arrive at an agreement and quickly. Trump's line? Well, Trump dismissed the idea that farmers were worried about the trade war. When a reporter asked the president about a soybean farmer who was concerned about the impact of the trade war, Trump said this. Our country is taking in billions and billions of dollars from China. And out of that, many billions of dollars, we're taking a part of it and we're giving it to farmers because they've been targeted by China. The farmers, they come out totally whole. So you interviewed the wrong farmer, but that's all right. A deep hole opening for U.S. soybeans. Speaking at the International Sweetener Symposium in Asheville, North Carolina, Farm Bureau Chief Economist John Newton said the trade war with China already digging a deep hole economically for American soybean farmers. China buys 60% of soybeans that are traded worldwide, so there's not another China out there. So when you lose access to that market, it takes a while to reshuffle those deck chairs, Newton said. Other foreign markets, including Europe, don't have enough demand to replace the loss of the Chinese market. Plus, he said, the U.S. loss of sales to China means you're going to drive investment into South America. They're going to add soybean acres. They're going to expand. Now, hold on. NFU backs an FTA? United States-Mexico-Canada agreement could make history by being the first ever free trade deal endorsed by the National Farmers Union. NFU President Roger Johnson said at the Sweetener Symposium, I don't know that we've ever supported a free trade agreement. I'd be surprised if we don't ultimately support the USMCA. NFU backs House Democrats' insistence that the pact include additional assurance on enforcement of labor and environmental standards. He said we need to make sure that USMCA is fair. USDA OIG standoff on research move. U.S. Department of Agriculture's internal watchdog says Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue has the legal authority to move two research agencies out of the nation's capital. But USDA's Inspector General says the department may have been required to get congressional approval before spending money on the relocation. USDA's General Counsel says allowing congressional appropriators to veto the expenditures would amount to an unconstitutional restriction on the department. Tyson Foods subpoenaed in Industry Probe. The Justice Department has subpoenaed documents from Tyson Foods in an investigation of practices in the chicken industry. Tyson disclosed the grand jury subpoena in its latest quarterly report and said it's fully cooperating with the department's request. Plaintiffs in a consolidated lawsuit against the company notified Tyson in April that the Department of Justice had issued a grand jury subpoena seeking all the information that had been produced in the civil case. Sugar industry ponders its future market. America's per capita sweetener consumption has been shrinking slowly for 20 years. And today, some industry experts at the Sweetener Symposium will assess what that trend means for future sugar demand. There's a lot of noise out there about sugar, says Courtney Gain, president of the Sugar Association and moderator of a panel today at the Sweetener Symposium on Consumer Research and Other Sweetener Trends. Now here's one issue facing the industry. Large U.S. food and beverage makers face a deadline next January 1st, small manufacturers a year later, to add a line to their product label specifying added sugar along with the total sugar line. The panel will be assessing that mandate's market effects. Gain points out that some big companies like Hershey's and Coca-Cola are already using the new labels, but the impact of the labeling remains unclear overall. She expects most manufacturers will just keep their products as is and list the sugar content. But many will also opt to market new alternative low-reduced and non-sugar products. Dry weather, stressing the Corn Belt. Corn Belt should see cooler temperatures the next few weeks, but that won't come without drier weather, which is already starting to impact crop conditions. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey tells AgriPulse the worst of the dryness over the past 30 days has been a strip through Iowa and Illinois. Even with low temperatures, Rippey says crop stress is occurring. This dryness, especially given the late planting, the poor root establishment and soil compaction is putting a damper on the enthusiasm for these below normal temperatures. According to this week's Crop Progress Report, 57% of the U.S. corn crop is in either good or excellent condition, down from 71% at this time last year. Here's today's He Said It. I'm going to restore milk with both nutrition and flavor back to our schools. In 2010, we started serving our kids chalk water, non-fat chocolate milk. Disgusting that Representative Glenn G.T. Thompson, a Pennsylvania Republican, speaking at the Sweetener Symposium. Bipartisan bills in both House and Senate would ensure pupils again have choices for whole and flavored milk. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, August 6th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.